Hi there Munish this is Nadia from zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer we guide cancer patients on adopting an integrative oncological treatment approach we help them find the balance between medical treatment and complementary treatment approaches we help patients with our team of oncologists lab experts nutritionists and other healthcare professionals so that the overall outcome and improvement for the for the patient's treatment is at its best we help patients in such a way also as part of this by connecting patients with each other and cancer warriors who have gone through such an inspirational journey so that questions are answered information is shared and the overall motivation is spread today we have with us munish who is here to share his very inspirational story i can't wait to hear him i'm pretty sure our viewers can't wait to hear him and over to you munish you can please take the story from here we can't wait to hear what you have to say thank you thank you nadia um, you know for you know taking this interview and taking this time out uh, it's it's always good to you know share your stories and share your perspective to a larger uh, you know group of people to a larger audience uh, so that everyone can learn from everybody's experience but before i get on to my story i just want to kind of you know talk to you about how i came across uh, you know with love heals cancer and how i met dimple uh, there was this very interesting article in a in a newspaper uh, which is a a daily newspaper in uh, mumbai called midday uh, and that's where she first uh, wrote about her story and her uh, you know her her journey along with nitation and in terms of what had happened and at that moment you know i was a guy who had actually been through a similar set of emotions i could immediately connect with her in terms of you know what she is uh going through or what she has gone through and uh, and and the challenges that uh, kind of uh, uh you know she, uh, she faced in kind of you know taking care of nitesh uh and and you know uh, i i i think it i think it's important uh that you know cancer is um, not only about uh you know you know the disease or you know whatever you might call it it's all you know there's a lot of things around around you know the deadly sea which one needs to be aware of and one which which they need to take uh, care of uh, and i personally know you know quite a few people you know who overcome you know this journey uh, and and therefore can relate that it's not only about you know fighting the disease it's also about you know being emotionally connected and you know you you stay strong you know while 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 this is happening so here i i just want to you know share a few uh, uh, a short story about what happened in my family uh so yeah so initially you know my mother in law you know had a, had a challenge uh, uh, and she was uh, she was detected with cancer uh, and when my mother in law passed away uh, you know we were looking forward for a journey ahead when i realized that my dad also had uh, you know cancer uh, and that's where you know i i really felt what is happening in life and you know how many people have to go through this kind of emotions where you have you know two people back to back in your family um, you know going through this with with my my dad was about 78 78 79 years old uh, when you know the the dead dc hit him uh, and you know we were basically um, um, you know even even after staying in mumbai you know we were really short on information and we really didn't knew where and you know what what can be done you know for my dad and of course you know 
uh, you know, we had access to the best of the facilities in Mumbai. My dad worked for a company called Indian Oil. And Indian Oil, I must say that, you know, takes very good care of its employees. So we had access to the best hospitals and the best uh, doctors in, in the city. So we, we, we started a journey. We started reaching out to multiple doctors. But there was no one who could really guide us to the right path. So everybody talked about the treatment. And, and, and treatment, like I said, was one part of the, you know, the journey. I think it's also important that people understand what's going through him, what he understands. I think that particular element we learned in the journey rather than somebody telling us this is the best way to kind of, you know, take care of them. Uh, so, uh, so we started, you know, consulting the doctors. We also, uh, you know, met a few of our friends, relatives who could help us uh, in terms of, you know, consul consul doctor consultation. Uh, and we realized that there was no option but to go through an operation. And again, you know, at this point in time, like I said, somebody needs to tell us, you know, how a quality of life will be better for a person who is 78 years old and will go through an operation. Uh, and we don't know what kind of a life will he lead there. But we were given a lot of assurance by the doctors and said, this is the best way forward instead of him suffering, you know, in isolation. Why don't you just take this chance and, you know, move ahead? So, so we, we, we did that. So we went ahead and, you know, did the operation. Doctors were good. Uh, we, we managed to come out of it. My dad had a much better life and we are hoping that, you know, he will uh, continue to enjoy his life uh, again. But again, after three months, we realized that, you know, the, the thing has started growing again. And, and then there was, uh, you know, very difficult times for us because now we could do nothing. I mean, now we had to just wait for the, you know, uh, you know, to whatever has to happen. But we just, you know, could do the best of the medications, but beyond a point, we could not do anything. And again, this is the time when both, for me, I have two brothers, you know, who are equally involved in this entire thing. And thankfully, because we had a big family, you know, we were taking care of each other. And that's where we were, you know, supporting in this entire journey. If I was feeling very down, my brother would take care. Or if my brother was busy, my other brother would take care. And that's how this whole journey, uh, you know, came along. But, you know, I, I, I feel that if there was a group that I could reach, reach out to and, you know, share my, uh, what I feel and, you know, what more can we do for my dad? Uh, probably would have helped uh, and, you know, and, and probably this, jo this journey could have been a bit, a bit more better is what I feel. Uh, uh, nevertheless, I think uh, we, went, we went through our emotions, we went through our journey, uh, my dad no more. But I think I, I strongly look forward to being associated with, uh, you know, organizations like, you know, Zen, uh, Love Heals Cancer, because that, that I feel is, is the missing link in this entire um, you know, in this entire chain and more and more when I meet people, I, so I, I'm, I'm very passionate about long distance running and I have a lot of friends who run with me. Um, very recently, I realized there were two females in my group who, you know, we detected with breast cancer and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a very different feeling. It's surreal. I mean, you, you really don't know what to do because here you are one day having a great life, you know, your, your husband and you both work for good organizations. You're out with your family for a dinner. And then one day, next day, you come and you do your test. And then you realize you have, uh, you know, this, this, this deadly sea. Uh, you know, the world comes completely upside down. And, you know, at that point in time, uh, I think what, what is really missing is that if you could reach out to somebody to talk about, you know, what are the best next steps, I think 
I think I think that's like I said, you know, we we need to have something like that to uh, help bridge the gap. So that's my little uh, bit on, uh, you know, what what I've been going through, uh, what I went through rather, and now what I want to do as as a you know as a as a support as an emotional support to as many people as I can. Nadia, that is such an inspirational story. Um, everything you seem to be doing right after I I realize your dad is no more. but everything you're doing right after that is all in honor of him wherever he is the the kind of journey that you and he went together and you guys went as a family has reached you to a point to working and paying it forward towards so many people out there yeah. yes and that is yeah. part about how you've taken something like that and made it so beautiful you know yeah coming coming to coming to your dad um, could you tell us about more, more about the treatments he underwent and how if you all faced any obstacles at the hospital and more about that uh so like i said thankfully we didn't have to go through any of those challenges uh indian oil uh, which, which is my dad's company was is a great company it took care of all hospital expenses we had you know the best of doctors available uh, to advise us to guide us we went to leelawati we went to hiradandani pawai uh, in terms of uh, you know getting access to the facilities was not a challenge for us but i think the information about cancer is very limited in, in our country i think now we are going through this journey and you know first we used to hear that you know my my far off relative or my far off relative's friends relative has been uh you know has got uh, been has, has has been diagnosed with cancer but now more and more people in my own circle and my you know close friends and family have been detected with uh, with cancer so i think the lack of information uh, was one of the challenges that we had um and you know thankfully you know i had access to you know uh, support groups in us i would write emails to them i would you know take you know guidance from them and they would write back to me this is the best uh, you know way you can take it forward uh, i think that that helped us in the journey uh, from 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 that perspective i think you know at his age he didn't knew what was really happening with him so and we also just kind of you know kept telling him and you know giving him that enough information so he understands what he's going through uh, so so i think that uh, was our journey um no uh, and thankfully uh, like i said because we had the information there were no no challenges in terms of uh, because we had the internal to our side there were no challenges getting access to the best of the doctors yes yes right um if you talk about his diagnosis your dad mm -hmm. um how did he come to know that he had right so you know just not going away for a very long time uh, so when we took him to uh, you know one of the specialists at dirubai uh, uh, ambani hospital in anderi uh, you know we 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 went through multiple tests before you know somebody said why don't you uh, you know test for cancer as well and that's where we came to realize the problem sorry what was the symptom again uh, so he had a medical issue and um, so and I, i just want to keep that private right now i don't want that to go out in the right okay i understand sir um if you if you take into consideration the side effects he went through with the treatment 
um, were there many or how did we deal with that? Um, I, I don't think that there were many uh, to start off with. I think what happened at the fag end uh, of, you know, the whole journey, uh, you know, those typical symptoms of, you know, you're not able to eat, he lost his appetite, you know, the, you know, we had to feed him through the tube and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, and, you know, those, those were the, I mean, I think those are the, you know, challenges of any, uh, you know, tertiary patient, you know, uh, you know, when they're going to go through this. Yes. And his lifestyle before and while he got cancer and while the treatment was going on, how was his lifestyle? His eating habits and things like that? His diet? My dad was, has always been super active. So, I, you know, that's the great thing about him. So, uh, till the time he had the energy to do his stuff, you know, he continued to do his stuff. So, his morning walks would continue. He going to the vegetable market to buy stuff would continue. Till the time he had the energy to step out and do his thing. I don't think so. He even stopped for a day to do his daily duties. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think that's the you know beauty of a person. I think you know he he was he was very he was very keen. So that's the only thing that they have in their life, isn't it? At the end of the day, uh, you know, to look forward for these small little things uh, that you know that they can do. Definitely, definitely. That energy and enthusiasm puts somebody else also in a good mood. You know, you see someone so active and energized, and you, I understand. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, uh, while the treatment was going on, if you had to say, as a from a care, caregiver's perspective, what were the challenges you faced um, as a caregiver? So, so one uh, very clear challenge was that access to good medical resources uh, was, when I say resources, it means, you know, people who can take care of him at home. So that was very difficult for us to find uh, somebody who could, you know, treat him at home. A lot of times when we went to the hospital, you know, they said there is nothing much we can do beyond a certain point. Uh, and there's no point keeping him at the, in the hospital because that hospital environment itself is not very good and very positive. So they said, why don't you take him home? But when we took him home, we needed somebody to, you know, take care of him to ensure that his injections go on time, you know. So that is, that is one of the challenges that we face. We managed to get somebody to finally help us out uh, at home. And when his, um, you know, when his health deteriorated further, there were further symptoms, you know, he was completely stuck to the bed and, you know, he could not move, everything had to be fed to him. Everything had to be done on the bed itself. Those those were some of the challenge, challenging days. But uh, like I said, you know, we are lucky enough to get somebody to help us out. And uh, what I would have preferred if there is a structured caregiver uh, right. in, in in the in the system. Unfortunately, we don't have. It's all the the entire uh, entire market is very unorganized. Uh, and you know, if you have if you have some access to resources, that's good. Or if you have some deep pockets, then that could help you out out of this. But otherwise, you know, this is one area where I feel, you know, we could do a lot within our country. Definitely, definitely, Manish. That is exactly what is lacking. And that is exactly what we're trying to push forth as well. Um, coming to this one thing that you have to say to our viewers out there as mm -hmm. a caregiver, there are so many people watching this, like caregivers, patients, survivors. What is your takeaway message, words of wisdom to them? I'm not sure if it's words of wisdom, but I will tell you what I uh, went through. So a yeah. lot, lot, lot of time what happens is that, you know, we feel, uh, you know, 
when we get when we realize that somebody in the family is is ill we feel the whole world is falling down but uh, i want to tell everybody everybody who's listening to this video that that's not the case there are many people who are in a similar boat uh, and fighting different battles i think what one should do as a caregiver is try and connect at a very emotional level with the patient uh, and with your loved ones uh take as much care as you can within within you know within whatever you can do best for for that particular person and the most important thing is that please go out and reach out to more people who are going through similar experiences and uh, be assured that you're not alone there are a lot of people who can support you it's just that you need to take that little extra step to reach out to people and and i'm i'm telling you support will start uh, you know falling in for you that is That's such a brilliant message that is that is i mean it's okay to ask for help a lot of people find it hard yes. to ask for help that is what yes. we want to pass over as well it's yes. okay to pass to ask for help help True. is there waiting at your doorstep <laughs> you just Absolutely. need to ask for it then definitely as a caregiver it has changed your life as well right it has it has it is it gives me a different perspective it you know um you know sometimes you you can't comprehend i mean i can't say it in you know on on this video in terms of you know the amount of emotions that go back and forth in this entire journey i do, i i can't even i can't even feel what my dad was feeling at you know in his last days and i i can only feel uh and i can only sympathize honestly you know and then and that's what is really required you know you don't have to be a you know sometimes a magician to try and solve everything sometimes mm-hmm. just to you know sit next to him hold his hand give him your shoulder so that he can lie down and so that he knows that there is somebody who can take care of you more uh, of an empathy you mean more of an empathy yes absolutely and it's just that you know sometimes just sitting next to the person you can connect and you know you you feel a very positive aura around it that is as as a caregiver yes that is what you need to have and um, at no point should we be able to think oh my god why is the stress all on me how did you manage your stress uh i don't know i think i just managed it like i said i'm i'm a long distance runner so what i would do is i would just get up in the morning and you know do my runs and you know when i when i'm running very long and hard sometimes you know your entire body is focused on on the distance that you want to cover and for that one hour i would forget and get myself energized so that i could come back and you know support him for i think that's my message to everyone try and get that one passion to you know divert your energy for some time during the day so you can come back more stronger to come and support her amazing her. amazing that that's the way you coped with it physical by getting doing the exercise that you did it put you in a good mental state yes, to yes. come back and help your dad wow and everything after that like i said before you're doing in honor of him which is beautiful it is beautiful to see and the kind of radiation you have with you right now and as you speak and you speaking in memory of him but still there's a smile on your face this yeah, yeah that's that is beautiful thank you so much manish thank, thank you so you. much for talking to us thank you so much for being with us taking the time out and sure. i know it's a very busy day for you but uh, it is it has been a pleasure talking to you take care have a nice day keep inspiring all of us with the work that you're doing thank you, thank you so I, much and i wish uh, love heals cancer and zenonco.io all the very best i think you guys are doing a great stuff and i i wish the entire team that they do even better and support as many people as you can i think 
all i or you know what i call this is known as good karma and i'm sure <laughs> good karma will come back <laughs> definitely munish definitely thank you so much thank you so much for being here on behalf of zenonco.io and love heals cancer i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you have a nice day